Hi everyone, it's Ben over at the Man Cave Podcast doing a, well, I guess kind of like, I'm going to take these off, there's absolutely no reason for me to be wearing them. Uh, I've done all my microphone checks, we know that I can hear me, so I'm going to go up there. So, like, uh, who, who would you explain this to? So kind of like Robbie in Take That, kind of like Zane from One Direction. And in the famous words of Jason Derulo, today we're riding solo. Um, so just because, um, you know, it's pretty difficult to actually do this every week. So um, we've had some people who just aren't able to make it. And a few of the people that we were looking to bring on, we've just not been able to get everything done in time. But I really wanted to make sure that we release this every week and to keep that consistency to the audience who now are expecting it. So... Uh, this is actually kind of my new streaming kind of gaming setup. So it's actually kind of a good test. And I'm actually going to be doing a review of the video that you'll see so on here. Um, you'll actually get to see a video of that on YouTube very, very soon, which I'm very excited about. Uh, so grab yourself a lovely drink. Uh, I've got some classic Salford rum uh, tonight because doing this on my own is a bit weird. And uh, so... What I thought I'd do is I've written down some things that have happened in the past week that I kind of I've noticed um, that are around the man cave, which are basically everything that I take an interest in anyway. Uh, so first off, what we'll start off with is an update on the pod where we're up to uh, with the YouTube channel. So major milestone this week, we hit 50 subscribers, which is amazing. Uh, when I kind of started this, I really genuinely didn't expect to see as many people kind of get behind it um and it's actually just like the most humbling thing i've done in a long long time so you know this is a completely original you know not backed or sponsored or anything this is purely just set up from an idea in the summer so thank you for anyone who's subscribed told friends or anything let's keep it up um so we've got some videos that we're going to be working on and have worked on. So Sam has uploaded his third episode of his Man City Liverpool fan career mode on FIFA, which is really cool. So if you're into FIFA gameplay, uh, the stuff that he's done with the green screen, which is really cool. Hopefully I might be able to do it now with a white screen. Who will we'll guess? I guess we'll find out soon. Um, we're also going to be doing some more tech reviews. It seems as though on the YouTube site, the text reviews have done insanely well um which is awesome so going into 2020 i've kind of got a new idea of a kind of a series that i'm going to do um, based around building a youtube channel up a streaming service up a podcast um just in terms of software and mindset of maybe how to do it it's uh yeah i think one of the things that a lot of people say is i don't know how you have the confidence to do this so yeah, I'm going to do a little bit of a series. I know so many people who want to do more of this. It's so, it's so fun to do. Um, so that's going to be kind of starting in 2020. So let me know if you think that is a good idea. Um, we're also wanting to do more collaborations. I think now we've got a little bit of a flow, um, more of a easier setup. Uh, it's a lot quicker. It doesn't take us two hours to set these podcasts up now. It takes five minutes. Um, so if you are out there, if you listen, if you're into videography, photography, gaming, music, or just anything to do with the podcast itself, or just one of our mates that wants to get involved, um, hit us up on Instagram. We're on Twitter. 
but Instagram seems to have kicked it a little bit more, which is cool. Um, or you can comment on YouTube and we'll get in touch that way, which is pretty cool. Uh, but on YouTube, all the links are in the description. We literally just put them in every video so you can find us on everything. So go ahead and do that. I think you can even find it in the podcast notes. I think that's what professional podcasters call them, uh, podcast notes. Um, and this week, uh, we have also got uh, this review. So this actually is going to be part of a review that I'm doing, part of a new setup. So check that out. Hopefully I might have that done maybe next week. It's a busy week coming up, so might have that done. Um, but anyway, let's talk about a few things that have come up this week. Um, now, if you've seen some of this in the news, if you've seen it live, I'm so kind of going to go through the key parts of the Man Cave podcast. So uh, we're going to talk with sports. because It's been quite a big week for sports. Um, so we're going to talk about that. Uh, we're also going to talk a lot about a bit motorsport, which is a slightly diverse version of sport. Um some news on movies because there are some big movies coming out soon and even though Sam is not here on video or in person or via FaceTime uh, I thought you know let's let's keep his spirit in the podcast so there'll be a part on that and also just kind of like a bit about games and just a bit some interaction and what you think so let's start off with sport uh, so this week I would I'd say as a Man United fan, you might not have known too much that I'm a Man United fan recently, mainly because of Sam's incredible annoyance of being a Liverpool fan and unfortunately them being a much better football team than Man United currently. Rejoice, everybody. Rejoice. Because Man United fans, we can come out of the woodwork. We have won some football matches. So, hurrah, finally. Um Wow, what a what a time it has been to be a Man United fan. So CJ, I think we're going to get on the podcast soon. He's one of our best friends. He is a huge sports fan. So we're going to do a very specific sporting podcast very soon. And um, yeah, so this week, Man United finally won two football matches in a row. Like, what? Two football matches in a row. Um, so the first match, we beat Spurs 2-1. Um, goal of the day definitely went to Deli Alley. Like, unbelievable techers on, on the goal that he scored. Uh, but 2-1, nonetheless, Man United beat Mourinho. Which, do, do you know what? To be fair, I absolutely love Mourinho. His um, ballsiness as a manager, you know, his respect. Bex on that uh, on that kind of interview that he did, there was a lot of hate for Mourinho, totally, and I do get it. His his attacking nature wasn't that of Man United style, but I don't know if it's a Man United style or if it was a Fergie. So you know, unfortunately, he did get kicked out. Um, and you know, Ole at the rain at the wheel did take him down with his new Spurs team, who have been doing very well. They played very well in the last match as well. Um, but United went on then. In a match I was very nervous about. Um, now, I know Manchester City haven't been playing as well this season as they had the past two. But let's not forget, this team have broke every record possible in terms of scoring goals, in, score, in terms of just winning matches. And their dominance last season and the season before, any time I think Man United come up against them now... Let's be honest, we're pretty scared. They've got an incredible depth in their team, uh, as you can probably see on Sam's um, kind of YouTube. Yeah, just like what that team don't have is, 
well, clearly a central defender, uh, because that th first 30 minutes was the most bizarre football match I've seen in in like a few years. It was bizarre. Just the way that Man United were able to counter-attack City was just absolutely incredible. Um, Rashford, James, Martial, Fred, like, God, the amount of hate that guy got when he started. But Fred has turned into a decent central midfielder. Pogba has not got a space. Um, yeah, so, yep, 2-0 up. Sh let's, let's be honest, though. Should have been 4. If you watch the match, like, United should have been 4-0 up at um, at half-time. Uh, but, you know, with a little bit of help of VAR, got the penalty. Marshall scored a nice goal. And, yeah, so 2-0 up at half-time. Uh, City did what City do best and came back and just attacked, held the ball and scored from a corner. You know, not a fancy play, but just big corner, central defender, got the goal. Uh, United have been horrific at keeping a clean sheet. I can't remember the last time he actually kept one. Um, but yeah, so United beat City 2-1. I don't think many people saw that coming. Um, so, you know, brilliant, brilliant week for Manchester United fans. I'm, I think we have to keep on this consistent, probably until February, March, for anyone to actually doubt that this is a consistent side, but a good start. Now, these past matches have actually been part of, it's quite a good comparison, actually. So the Spurs match was on Amazon Prime. Uh, so Amazon Prime had their first batch of matches uh, to, well, Premier League matches. What do you guys think? Did you watch it? Did you steal a friend's Amazon Prime account? Now, I find we actually share one as a, as a family, which is quite handy because, you know, your credit card details are saved on that. So if you're doing it with friends and you just noticed on your, like, Monzo or whatever it is that 50 quid's just come out of your account, you would be like, what have I been buying? But be very careful with sharing your Amazon password around because there's a lot more data than that in your Netflix. And um, so if you have watched it, what did you think? Now, I'm quite lucky. For the past year, I've had a 150 meg internet connection, which is actually genuinely life-changing because if I want to upload a YouTube video, it takes me three minutes, if if that. Like, the hour and a half video was seven gig. Three minutes later, it was uploaded. Sam takes an entire day, and that was my old internet connection. So, you know, are we in a place where streaming football matches live can be a thing? or are we still in the bracket of the good old Sky? Uh, so I've also got Sky Q. And the main reason for that, as you know, my love for 4K is just ridiculous. So uh, I've got Sky Q. And it, for me, I just think the quality isn't there still with streaming live. If you can get it to that 4K level, brilliant. But Amazon... You know, I've been watching a lot of the tennis this year and Amazon took pretty much all the rights for that. And it was all in HD, which from going to watching stuff in 4K and then seeing it in HD, it's just like, if you're going to take our satellite 4K, please give us 4K via streaming. Please, Amazon. That'd be really nice. Uh, but what was everyone else's experience? Um, but one of the things that I did see quite clearly in 4K. Now, this is, this is a bit of the podcast, I think, that I would love people to actually comment. Uh, I would love to know what people's thoughts are. Now, it was clearly in 4K, the the guy acting as a racist or the, the racist guy. Like, 
what what was that all about? It's 2019, it's 2020. This is everywhere within football. This is, I would say, this year has been probably the biggest talking point. Um, it, there's no time for it at all anymore. Like, there never has been. But, like, it's that guy, the stupidest bloke in the world. You have got a hundred cameras, maybe more, like filming this TV, like this this show, this this football match. You act like that when the ball is near you and the players are near you. It, obviously, the the social just ridiculousness of why you would do it in the first place, but then to be stupid enough to do it when you are literally being filmed in 4K with Twitter, with Instagram. Like, I was watching it. Uh, Katie, unfortunately, also had to watch it with me. And at the time, I went, did that guy just do a monkey, like, action? And she was like, rewind. And I rewinded it. And I almost was like, I, I, I should put this on Twitter. Like, what is this? By the time I'd had that thought, it was already on Twitter. I. I don't get it. Like, there is, n there's no need for it. There is, it's, it's a horrible thing to be, anyway, and it, it ruins sports. You, you look at, you look at sports like rugby. You look at sports like tennis. You look at sports like, I, I don't know. It's like you just look at any sport, and yes, there are social issues within these sports, and no one can deny that, but. It is so much more frequent in football, and is that because it is it a class thing? Is it because it's a working class sport, and the people that still go to it are very working class, and and those issues still haven't been solved there? Like, I I, I don't get it. But anyway, let me let me know what you think about this, and and how do we how do we solve this? Like, I know this is a very small podcast with a compared to if someone did this on the Premier League podcast or the Peter Crouch podcast, you know, it's going to go to a lot more people. But I think if more people are talking about it and just kind of just saying, no, this is just, there's no time for this anymore. Like, just just stop it. Um, maybe we get somewhere. Maybe. Um, but anyway, let us know what you think about that. Um, but on a more positive note of things that have become more recent in football uh, is VAR. Have they got that back? I think, uh, yeah, the, the penalty that Rashford got, 100% a penalty. The handball that Fred probably did do, it obviously hit his hand, but I feel like a lot of more common sense was brought to that, which was very nice to see. Obviously, as a Man United fan, it worked for us. Uh, we've had our 10th penalty this year which is mad. Uh, I remember a time when we just didn't get them. So 10 in a season is ridiculous. Um, but what are your thoughts on VAR? I, I do think there's obviously a lot of improvements to still make. Like the Bundesliga have got it a lot better than we have. Um, but I feel like they're getting a little bit more of a grasp on it, which is a good thing. I think technology in it, the goal line technology, you know, Frank Lampard's goal against Germany in Euro two, no, World Cup 2006, we would have got, we would have got through if Lampard's clear goal would have been given so if you look through the past of time just how many things that would have gone right for England fans if VAR was real 
But let's go away from Man United. Let's go away from Man City. Let's turn to our attention to Liverpool, who clearly are the top dogs in the country at the moment and even in Europe. Sam is salivating the fact that I'm talking about Liverpool in such light. It's physically making me sick to do it, but for the pod, I will do it. Um, but have they won the league already? Strong statements. Strong statements made on the podcast today. Um, no, they've not. But if they mess this up, oh, the ammunition that we're going to have as Man United fans, as City fans, as Arsenal fans, as Spurs fans, as Everton fans, as always basically every fan in the bloody country is going to have so much ammunition. If, if they mess this up, they are eight points ahead of Leicester, which who thought Leicester was going to do this again? Like, Jamie Vardy has scored eight games in a row. And they've won eight games in a row. Like, they are... They've turned from that counter-attacking team that Ranieri had into just a decent football team. Like, some of the signings they've had, like, whoever's the director of football at Leicester, get them at Man United. Get that Ed Woodward out, because he's useless. But some of the some of the signings... I feel like they just went on FIFA, went on FootWiz, was like, right, potential growth, turn that on. All right, lads, get them bought. Oh, look at that. They're absolute bangers. Like, well done, Leicester. So, yeah, everyone, we are behind Leicester City Football Club. Uh, CJ's girlfriend, Laura, we're behind you. Uh, Sam, unfortunately, we are, and Smig, and anyone from Chesterfield who's clearly Liverpool fans, we're not behind you. But, wow, it would be fun to see you mess this up. I don't think you are, to be fair. On, on the, you know... 14 points ahead of City, who you would say is the strongest team. Um, but yeah, I think Christmas and New Year's are interesting time. City and Leicester playing Liverpool, so that could be quite fun. But anyway, let me know your thoughts on the Premier League. Let us know on Twitter. Let us know on Instagram or on the comments when this goes up on, you know, on YouTube. So, moving our attention away from uh, 11 men and 11 men kicking banks of wind at each other. Let's talk about men in fast cars going around in circles instead, because uh, that is what we love. We love men doing simple tasks at the highest level. So in motorsport, uh, I've not really mentioned on the podcast my love for Formula One, but uh, it is the end of the season already. It was 21 races long this year. They're going to make it even longer next year. Uh, so as you would Already know the greatest British racer of all time, Lewis Hamilton and Mercedes, which, let's be honest, apart from having a Mercedes badge on their car, is a British car, is made here, the engine is made here, everything is bloody made here apart from oil, which is made in Malaysia. So Lewis Hamilton with his British team uh, won their sixth titles. Uh, obviously, Lewis lost to Nico Rosberg. Um, in 2016, so he's not had a clean sweep with Mercedes, but nonetheless, he's done very well uh, getting his sixth title. Um, and they're winning all the awards. Uh, so the FIA are giving out their awards at the moment. So if you follow that kind of stuff on Instagram, like I do, because I am sad and I wish that was my life. Um, they yeah, they've won everything. They like, best driver, uh, best team obviously won the Constructors and the World Championship. So, uh, well done, Lewis Hamilton. Um, I think next year, when the pod continues, obviously, I think we maybe even do like an F1 podcast 
Who knows? Or a little segment. Who knows? I might do it every few races. I genuinely do not know. We'll see where this goes. Um, but congratulations to the team. Uh, now, something that's been quite fun this year has been the uh, kind of rookie season that uh, three races have had. Um, now, the player, the player, they're not players. I play Formula One too much. They're not players. They are genuine racing drivers. Um, the racing driver... Um, Alex Albon did win Rookie of the Year. So if you don't know who Alex Albon is, he is a Thai-British racer. He is a little bit older than the two other rookies by a couple of years, I think. Uh, so he went in as Toro Rosso, which is, if you've got like your brands, if you don't know Formula 1 as well as some of the people I know, um, basically Toro Rosso is like the, the little team of Red Bull. So their own team, but they're the sister team. So if you are a bit of a rookie or if you're one of the lesser drivers, before throwing you in the hat at Red Bull, they'll put you in at Toro Rosso, make sure you're really good, then you get the jump up. Uh, so halfway through the season, the guy who did really well last year, Pierre Gasly, was French, as you can tell from his name, he got this is like demoted back down to Toro Rosso. So he did really well there. And Alex Albon got the knock-up to Red Bull. From there, he's, I think, been the most consistent driver out of him and Max Verstappen, who's one of the other really, really good young drivers. Uh, so Alex Albon actually won Rookie of the Season, which was awesome. He did a really good job. He came seventh, I want to say, in the championship, which is obviously difficult. He only spent half of the team, half the year, at a really good team. So um, I thought it might have gone to Lando Norris. So Lando Norris, um, in the online community, Lando Norris has become like this huge phenomenon. He twitches, which is cool, I guess. Um, so he does sim, 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 racing simulators, that's the word. Racing simulators and twitches it and streams, which is really cool. Uh, so he is a massive hit online. Uh, he came... Uh, I think he did come about 11th, but he was quite unlucky in a couple of races. His car blew up, so can't do much about that. Uh, I thought it might have gone to Lando, uh, but he became a legend in his own right this season. So uh, keep it up, Lando. We are big fans over here at the Man Cave podcast of your work. Uh, maybe one day we might. I don't know. Uh, and the last rookie of the year was a guy called George Russell. Now, George Russell actually won the F2 championship the year before. Uh, so he technically, going into this, should have been kind of the highest up, I guess. No, he was at Williams. Williams, unfortunately, from the grace of God of winning championships, they have just... They're just awful. Like they, If you see a Williams now that's not at the back of the grid something's gone wrong with the other cars like i don't get it they have the most powerful engine and i don't know if it's a money thing but their car just doesn't go anywhere like it's crazy so unfortunately george because he's part of the mercedes team so mercedes have got three teams so they've got obviously mercedes they also have racing point it usually could be called uh, force india until the Indian bloke who ran the company went completely bust and they had to change the name and the posh Canadian guy came in who launched Tommy Hilfiger on the stock market and he's billionaire like he bought you see it's very complicated uh, but anyway and then you got Williams so George Russell got thrown into Williams um, and they had the slowest car so he out qualified his teammate in every race so he's clearly quick in the slowest car 
So hopefully George gets a better shot. He's not going to do next year because he's in the same car. So, you know, I guess when does he get his break? Um, but anyway, if you've enjoyed that section of the podcast about Formula 1, let me know because... I could talk about Formula 1 for hours and hours and hours, um, but I'm not today because I'm wary that I don't want to keep too much of your time. Uh, but next, the next section of the Man Cave podcast, movies, while I just have a drink, while reminiscing about movies. Um, so, we are getting close. Sam, this is this is for you, mate. Uh, we're getting close to Star Wars. We're getting very close to Star Wars. And um, in that, now, you, you're obviously going to know about the film. The film's getting a lot of hype. But I have to say, in this hype, last night, I saw the greatest advert ever made. Like, without a shadow of a doubt, the best. Right, I'll put a link in the description. Uh, for our YouTube channel, and I'll just try and put it in wherever I can. It's a chewy dog, and it's Samsung. Now, I say that as a ex-Apple employee, and you know that the hate between Apple and Samsung is strong, and I hate Samsung. Saying that, I've definitely bought Samsung things before in the past. Um, But their, their advert... Now, incorporating a film and trying to market it and advertise from it uh, usually goes down pretty terribly, I think. So someone who does it quite a lot is Sky. Sky usually have the rights to um, to films and they basically just put the characters in film and tell them that like their broadband is quick. Boring. Like, how lame is that? No imagination. They did it with Toy Story. They've done it with basically all the Disney films. They always do it. And they're usually really terrible, like awful. But this, they nailed it on the head. Like the bit that I'm kind of joked about to, to Katie was nobody actually owns that many Samsung devices. <laughs> it was like, oh, yes, my Samsung watch or my Samsung tablet or my Samsung TV. Like, let's be honest, no one is that bought into Samsung's ecosystem. But yeah, go watch the advert. It was brilliant. So uh, kudos. Kudos to Samsung on that one. Now, this is a good test of the autofocus of my camera. It's a bit, a bit ropey. I need to maybe work on that. Um, so, yeah, that is coming out. I think it's the 19th of December. And I can imagine all the pre-sales are done. Because I said to Sam, I was like, oh, should I come down? And he's like, mate, that's booked up. Sad times. Sad times for Ben being left behind. Always left behind. Um, so, Smig, Sam, go enjoy that on the 19th. Uh, I'm sure, actually, we've actually got a whole section. Like, So if you look on YouTube, you can actually see playlists that we've made. There's a whole section on Star Wars. Sam loves it that much. So, uh, other films. Uh, trailers for Black Widow and Wonder Woman have come out. So two very lady-based films. The ladies love it. Um, lots of men will probably go and see that because it is Scarlett Johansson in that film so everybody enjoys Scarlett Johansson films um to the point where she didn't actually realize that the trailer had come out <laughs> she got a text apparently I saw it in Twitter uh in the world of Twitter which is the best world um yeah she didn't even see that the the trailer had been released so she was like oh 
cool yeah thanks um she got a text from a friend who was like oh the movie looks good so she's like yeah um so yeah that's starting off like i'm a bit confused with how many streaming services i need to provide myself to be part of the marvel universe or whatever universe i need to be in so i think that is the start of the next phase of the marvel films which obviously ended with endgame which is nicely named makes it easy to remember on a podcast when you're thinking spontaneously and yeah so that's started off the next phase which has some films that i don't think that many people are that interested in but we'll see how it goes and woman woman oh, what was it wonder woman 1987 i might download that not gonna lie i'm not gonna go to the cinema to watch it because dc apart from batman you know let's remember my brilliant batman impression from episode three um yeah i'm not the biggest fan of their work a lot of the time so i'll wait for that to be a legally purchased download and last but not least we're almost at the end of the episode you're thinking oh no continue ben tell me tell me more of your stories but um we're gonna end it um in the world of games which is clearly a massive love of ours on the pod um so it's getting to the end of the year and a lot of the Game of the Year awards are being kind of announced. And if you're into that sort of thing where you think a game that you loved is going to win an award, it makes no difference to us. It purely is ego for the um, production houses and what are they actually even called? Um, yeah, people who make games. It's all to do with their ego. So uh, interesting to see who wins some of them. Um, but let's let's discuss your game of the years because a lot of the time critics will give Nintendo stuff because Nintendo seems to win everything when it comes to like game of the years. I have not owned a Nintendo product since the Wii because everyone owns the Wii, obviously. And um, the Switch, I do think that is something maybe eventually I might have to get more into. I think Katie might like it. I think it's very casual, but apparently some of the games like Zelda like some of the best games I've made so maybe I need to jump on that but they're probably going to win a lot of the game of the year awards um but what are yours uh, now mine in terms of clocked hours is quite easily Formula 1 2019 uh, I obviously do the hunt for the platinum trophy I'm 60% the way there I'm getting close there's one that I'm definitely not going to hit but you know if I play that game enough maybe one day um I just think they nailed it on that game. There's some things that are repetitive, but if you're a fan of the sport or if you're just a racing sim fan, it's definitely a, a game to pick up. You can get it quite discounted now, which is pretty cool as well. They usually drop the price after like even two months and you're like, cheers, Codemasters. Um, but anyway, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna hold them to a grudge. Uh, but I do want to pick up a few games maybe around Christmas so with a little bit of time off. I can play some PlayStation in this man cave. Maybe I stream it. Ooh. Uh, I think I did set up the man cave on Twitch, but I've completely forgot the logins. Uh, so maybe hook us up on that one day. I don't know. Tell tell me what you watch streaming on because I don't know if it's a UK thing. I don't know if it's just an American thing. Let me know. Let me know if you'd actually be asked. <laughs> listening to me play games i think we've we've tried it on the podcast it's really difficult to have a conversation and play games well like that's the one thing that gets me so not, it might just be my lovely face just just really concentrating on the game um 
if I send me some recommendations. Um, Sam has had the new Star Wars game, which I think got a 9 out of 10. So that seems to be quite good. Uh, so I might pick up that if that comes out cheaply around Christmas. I'll wait until January, I think, because loads of games get discounted in January. So might be a good time. But yeah, let me know what you think. And let me know what you think of this riding solo podcast because that is the end. I'm gonna I'm gonna end it there. Um, we will hopefully either have CJ on, maybe even Guy, maybe Sam, maybe someone else. Who knows? I'm gonna hook some people up. Let's see. Let's see how far we can get this man cave podcast going. Um, as always, if you've listened to me all the way through, thank you so much. I really do appreciate. Um, everyone who listens, uh, it has been a lot of fun to do so far. This has been a lot of fun as well. So, um, yeah, follow us on Twitter, find us on Instagram. You know what to do. You, this is not your first rodeo. Do what you need to do. Tell people if you think they might like it. And with that bombshell, I've done this within pretty much half an hour, which I'm very happy with. Um, we will see you on the next episode of the Man Cave Podcast. And as always, you'll find us there. See you soon.